Real Business Owners. Welcome back to the Real Business Owners Podcast. This is episode 63, brought to you by Easier Accounting, 60-Day Credit Repair, and... You can visit our Amazon store too. Yeah, now shoe, that, was yeah. it shoe for less? Yeah, well, it's uh, <laughs> Amazon.com forward slash uh, shops forward slash shoes for less. I think <laughs> something like that. I don't know. We don't focus yeah. on that too much. We have somebody well, else that's that's uh, doing that. That's mainly women's shoes. So keep that in mind. Uh, you know, right before Christmas, make sure we have a good fourth quarter for us. You know. <laughs> um, Guys, today's uh, uh, episode is going to be about uh, effective decision making. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think a lot of people get paralyzed when they're when, when they hit a crossroads, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you've got two different options: whether it's job opportunities, business opportunities, mm-hmm. investment opportunities, and then a lot of people just get stuck in the mud and they can't ever make a decision. Yeah. Well, there's 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 some situations where it's really easy and it's really hard. You know, like a good versus bad scenario mm. that you have to decide on. That's easy, right? Like, yeah. um, here, here you go. I got this bad decision, and it's clearly <laughs> a bad decision that yeah. I can – this path I can choose, or I can yeah. choose this road, and it's a good decision, and it's obviously going to bring more value to my life. So that's easy, but yeah. a lot of time I feel like people struggle, especially in growing their business when it's multiple good opportunities or multiple mm. – you know what I mean? Good good versus good. You know, It's like, well, damn, I mean, which one do I pick? Well, there's, the, there's decisions as a business owner. Mm. Do I take – this large draw and pay myself, or do I make the decision to reinvest back into my business? That, yeah. That's a tough decision. Yeah, and obviously that just depends on where your business is at. I will say this: every single time that we've kicked the can a little further down the road, it's yeah. always paid off. Right. I, I would say we are a product of not taking care of ourselves for a long period of time, and then things just have started flourishing. Uh, much more lately within the last few years than ever before. And sometimes you're just wondering, man, did we make a good decision right. like investing this money or doing oh, this yeah. so or you're whatever? Saying, you're saying kick the can down the road as far as... Um, taking money. Yeah, taking just money. prolonging yeah. it, right? Okay, yeah. and, and you don't want to kick it forever. decision down no, the road no, for too long. I, I'm saying <laughs> kicking the can in terms yeah. of uh, taking money, right? right? So... Uh, we've kicked the, that was the decision that we made is to kick yeah. it further down the road and just sure. wait, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know every a sacrifice time, period for yeah, sure. Every time we get to the can, the can's a little bit bigger. Yeah, we decide whether we. Kick so it's it like or okay, not, I can live know? better right now with yeah. this little bit of extra money. I can yeah. give myself a raise right now, or I could possibly have a bigger, much bigger raise, much oh, more yeah. income, much more state stability. You know, if I wait a little longer, right? If I invest, invest, sacrifice, sacrifice until until th- it gets to what this picture looks like, yeah. right? And that's uh, and that's maybe a two or three year uh, a picture sometimes. Yeah. You know, that's what it has been for us. I think one of the worst decisions that entrepreneurs make is again we've talked about this previously when they hit a certain point, like let's say a hundred grand a year or whatever, one hundred twenty grand a year, because of the effort and the sacrifice and the stress that they've gone through in order to get to that level, they really want to start rewarding themselves, right. right? And if you don't and you make the decision to, again, kick the can a little further down the road in terms of taking care of yourself, that hundred or $150,000 a year can turn into $250,000 a year, $350,000 a year. Right. And so I think that that's a, a bad decision to over-reward yourself too soon in the process. And mm-hmm. I think that that's one of the biggest mistakes 
that entrepreneurs make because if they've sacrificed for two or three years, it just feels like forever. Right. And then when you start seeing it chug along and it's spitting out a little bit of money, then you're like, finally, right. I could take. Right. And, uh, you know, I would just suggest to make the decision to sacrifice for one or two more years and continue to invest into your business. Make those hard decisions. Yeah. Because when we're talking about effective decision making, it's usually the difficult decision or the harder choice <laughs> that's usually the right choice. It's true, man. You talked about good versus bad, right? Like going to have that hamburger or eating that pizza. We know that that's a bad choice, but it's just hard to turn it down sure. when you want to reward yourself if you've sacrificed or been on a diet for three, four, five days a week, whatever it is, that's mm -hmm. it's pulling at you. Those bad decisions pull at you. The they right do. decision is usually the hard decision, and that's why most people don't make it, yeah. right? In regards to how to really sit with yourself in terms of making a good decision – you know, we, we made a post yesterday uh, because somebody reached out, you know, a month ago or so, and, 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 and I had a conversation with them, and they were talking about two different options. Hey, I can do this or I can do this. And it's, you know, so, some, of these, some of these questions are literally life-altering decisions. Like, I don't want to sit there and say, hey, do this, mm -hmm. and then they go down that path, something doesn't work out, and then we're the bad guys. You know, I'm not, I'm not. Yeah, I don't want to make decisions for people. Exactly. Right? right. We want to show you guys or teach you guys how to make effective decisions for yourself. Yeah. And the advice that I gave the individual was I said, Have you even taken any time to be by yourself and even think these decisions or these choices through? And they're like, Well, no. Their first step was to reach out to somebody else to help them make a yeah. life altering choice. Yeah. It's your life. Yeah. Cause sometimes that's how a lot of people are, man. They're, Sometimes people flood themselves with a lot of options. Yeah. That's another thing, too, yeah. that we could talk about. Um, you know, narrow it down, man, really quickly. Because yeah. the more you think about option one, two, three, four, ten, twenty, thirty, I mean, you're just flooding yourself and you're never going to make a decision. Yeah. Like, narrow it down. And then, yeah, don't, don't don't look out to somebody else to make that decision for you. But a lot of people do that because it's so overwhelming. Words, I just want someone else to decide. Yeah. It's like my wife asking me what, what we want for dinner. I don't know. I don't yeah. care. I want you to decide. Yeah. But you don't want to do that with yeah. your business, right? Well, you know, it made me just barely think of something because I don't know where I heard it or read it or whatever it was, but I read something or heard something that stated that you can have actual decision fatigue. Mm -hmm. And so oh, yeah. that's Remember why we talked about yes. this on an airplane one time. Uh, and so that's why some people they wear the same shirt every day or the same pants every day because they do not want to have to waste a decision or a choice mm -hmm. or let's say brain energy right. on what to wear. Yeah, because the theory was like you already make X amount of decisions every single day, and it's a lot. It's like yes. thousands of decisions every yeah. day, left or right, yeah. you know, up or down, right? You make all these little decisions every day, and you only have so many good decisions in you, right? In, in like you can't, you can't and so, hit them all, right? Yeah. So people literally strategically only make, you know, they do a lot of things in their routine that are same every day. So they don't have to think about it. They don't have to decide so that they can save those good decisions. Maybe that's why we all can't decide <laughs> what to eat for dinner. Right? We work with decision fatigue. It's the end of the day. I yeah. don't care. And then they're like, hey, we can eat this. I don't feel like that. <laughs> you know, uh, the number one battle in relationships. Oh, my God. Yeah. You get in the car, and it's just like, let's just turn around and go. <laughs> you, you know? I remember you talking about that theory. Uh, I literally think we were coming home from Canada or something. Yeah. I mean, we were talking was, about the books we were reading. Yeah. And the decision fatigue is they're trying to make as least of decisions as possible early in the day mm. so that they say by 2 or 3 o'clock, you actually run out of 
uh, brain energy to start making good decisions because yeah. your brain should be functioning at a peak, especially if you're trying to make a big decision or right. a life-altering decision. But right. back to the advice that I gave this individual is when I said, have you sat with yourself? And they said, no. And I said, what you need to do is you need to carve out about 10 minutes. You need to think about decision one over here for about five, close your eyes mm -hmm. and literally visualize it. Walk through, you know, that maybe the next three to five years of what you think that that decision can produce mm -hmm. and try to notice what you feel right. when you're going through that process. Then take another five minutes or 10 minutes or whatever and think about option two. And walk through the two-year, three-year, five-year process of where you think that that decision could ultimately mm -hmm. lead you. And again, be aware of the feelings that you feel. Uh, because I just think that there's not enough people that lean on intuition, mm -hmm. right? I remember back in the day uh, at the old, old, old office, you know, I was telling people, hey, I'm ten the future is green energy, like mm -hmm. solar and mm -hmm. all this stuff. And people, used they were laughing. Mm -hmm. Everyone was laughing at me. And because of that... I didn't invest into it. Right. My intuition said to do it. Mm -hmm. And like I was literally researching setting up a, an account and going to invest into solar companies and things like that in like 2009 or 2010. And because of talking about it to other people, which is in some cases not a good thing because it's the a lot of times a horrible thing. Exactly. Because yeah. the majority of people make bad decisions based look at where they're at in life, yeah. right? So when you share your thoughts on some things that you might want to do with your life, you might get a lot of terrible feedback from a lot of average people. Yeah. And again, they're just letting you know what they would do, but obviously their choices haven't led them to a point of success, right? right? So they're probably not the individual that you want swaying your decision. Mm -hmm. And again, I should have trusted my instinct and my gut. I was a lot younger then, you know, 25 or so. Uh, didn't have a ton of money or anything knows, like man, that. You might have thrown all your money in Tesla and Solar City, City and all that. It, I know, <laughs> and and uh, you know, it it could have worked out very yeah. very well for me. I know I would have made a, a good chunk of money over the last ten years with mm -hmm. it. Who knows how much, right? Uh, but again, we need to go back to intuition a little bit. Yeah, we need to be with ourselves. We need to walk through those choices. And you need to bet on yourself. If your intuition says something, then you need to listen to it. I agree with you 100%. You also bring up two really good points um, in that in that whole message, man. One, you need to create your own decision-making process, your own formula. You know what I mean? Like you just gave this person a tip on like, hey, man, walk through both options. Yeah. You need to do that. And then through that decision process, you need to really hone in on – what it's uh, what what the investment really is going to be just for time energy what the is what the returns are going to be what if mm -hmm. it's going to be worth it like you need to kind of create your own formula to walk through those processes um, but probably one of the best tips I think I could give in decision making is is it future growth or is it survival now decision. Mm. You know what I mean? Is it now? Yeah. Is it now just to survive? Wow. Well, yeah. Or is it future growth? Yeah. Right? And so right now, already in this in this podcast, we've talked about so many things. And a lot mm -hmm. of the things that we're telling people is like, we're kicking the can down the road because yeah. we're both future thinkers. Yes. Right? And so that goes into a lot of things. Mm. You're picking business partners. You're picking employees. You're picking a life partner. Yep. You need to pick people in your life that are also future value thinkers. Mm. They're not right now thinkers, yeah. right? And so that's probably a really, really good tip I would give um, on that whole story and probably for this whole podcast. Yeah. It's actually something I wrote down yeah. before we started when we, we decided to do decision-making. Probably end it with the future value 
thinking, the future growth thinking, because I think that's the most valuable thing that you can hmm. walk through yeah, like when that. you're going through a decision-making process yeah. on everything. Mm-hmm. Like, what is it going to do for me now, but what is it going to do for me then, yeah. you know, down the road? And so that's probably a, a really good tip. Yeah, no, uh, I... Out of the yeah, whole story. Without a doubt. Yeah. It, now, let's circle back. Yeah. On average... Do most people make right now decisions or long term decisions? Yeah, most make right now. Okay, that most pe- people are in survival mode their whole lives. Exactly. So you're trying to take care of. They can't see past Friday or the weekend mm-hmm. or whatever. They're not looking down the road. You know, I remember when I first wanted to buy a truck, I stared at trucks for two years because I just didn't want to just again have a thought, right. jump into it. Right. Right. And there's there's something else again that's been kicked around in terms of decision-making, right? Like if you really want something like a new vehicle right. or a boat or, you know, side-by-side ATV, new house, whatever it is, right? right. I've heard that if you want it, that's great, mm-hmm. but wait like six months, wait yeah. like 12 months. Yeah. And if you still want it after that and you're able to do it, then do it mm-hmm. because that means you want it bad enough because impulses kick in and we just want something right yeah. now, yeah. right? You're having a bad day and you want to reward yourself or whatever it is and you make that impulse decision, right? And so, which is kind of countering the idea of procrastinating. But again, that's that's a decision in terms of spending money, which again, I think is a good thing yeah. uh, to kick that can down the road a little bit. If you still really want something, then then, then do it. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, procrastinating when it comes to like big decisions, whether it's investments or business, yep. that doesn't work in that area. It doesn't. Because procrastination ultimately puts you in the same scenario that you're in today. Even a bad decision is in most cases better than procrastination because at least you'll walk out with the lesson. There's been a lot of bad decisions that we've made in terms of investing money here, 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 and we've lost money. But again, I don't regret it because it's uh, it's almost like a batter. You you can't judge somebody on three at-bats. They might have a bad game. But eventually, you look at a, a lump sum of years of decision-making, then you've got a batting average, right? So at the end of the day, we have a pretty good average, right? We maybe lose half and we win half. But the cool thing about it is at least you made a decision. One, you pocketed that lesson. And so you're now a smarter, more efficient individual. And secondly, if you invested into four things and it didn't work and the fifth thing worked, Let's say you invested twenty five grand into four. That's a hundred grand. Right. Let's say you invested another twenty five grand into the fifth thing or fifty grand and whatever. And now that's making you a hundred, two hundred, three hundred grand. That just made up for itself and some. Yeah. Right. So it's just you only have to be right once. Yeah. And so don't procrastinate on big decisions that can ultimately help you get closer to your goal. Yeah. And you're thinking that stuff through, where could this potentially get me in two, three, four, five years? I like that. Uh, and that's also probably a really good tip too to add into somebody for their decision-making formulas or their processes. Like literally you should create that. You should create kind of a formula. Like, okay, I've got a couple options here. Let's walk through it. One of the things that you should you should probably factor in your decision-making process, like, am I more scared or am I procrastinating making a decision on this because I got burned in the past here, right? Like, we lost money on investments, man. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So, like, there's new things that come up and it's like, I feel hesitant on them. They sound really good. I know it's going to take time. I know it's going to take effort. I know the reward looks really good. Uh, But, man, I'm just scared to do it. 
I'm kind of procrastinating the, making the decision. Is mm-hmm. it because of a past experience mm-hmm. that you did get burned on? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's just something I'm thinking right now as we're talking about it. It's like you should probably really, I guess, make that a part of your process and think that through and think, man, am I just holding myself back because of a past experience? Because past experiences don't necessarily dictate yeah. what's going to happen on this whole new thing, but it can hold you back from making a yeah. really good decision on something great. You know, because you've been affected by something in the past. I've seen it. You know, so. Paralyzed by fear because of one bad choice. Yeah. You know, if anything, the the second opportunity that you see, I think has that much of a higher opportunity for it to work because right. it's a process of elimination. Yeah. Right? One thing I think that people don't do very well is analyzing the choice or the decision that's in front of you and just making a logical choice or decision on which one is best for them. What happens is with 90% of people is they then then the money thought comes in and mm-hmm. they let money make the decision for them. Right. If I said, "Hey, if you invested this 200 grand back into your business, do you, do you think that that's a good decision? Like let's just say that 200 didn't come out of your pocket. Do you yes or no? Is right. that a good choice?" Right. Yes. It doesn't like nobody can sway me from coming to that conclusion, right? right. It's absolutely the right thing to do. But then the money comes into play, and then it paralyzes you. So too many people are letting money make their choices. But the problem with that is you've let money make your decisions for you for so long now, and that's what's put you in the situation that you're in. And if you continue to do that, you'll never have money. Right. And that's really – that's where the issue lies is – Money has to go out before it ever comes in. Therefore, nobody wants to take a step backwards in life in order to try to move forward. They're scared of losing what they have mm-hmm. in order to gain because if they lose what they have, now they're back here. Yeah. Like, it's true. It, it just is what it is. And I've seen it. I mean, all the years that we've been in sales and selling people, you know, different programs or packages or whatever it is that might cost thousands of dollars. People balk when it comes to they can say yes, 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 yes through the whole sales presentation. Yeah. And then, and then when you, you ask you for get that credit the, card. Yeah, you get to the end. <laughs> that debit card. And they they stop. They yeah. paralyze in fear. They and that do. was usually my rebuttal is your decision making has got you to the point to where you're on the phone with somebody looking for a different opportunity. Yeah. And now you're doing you're defaulting back to your old ways. Your old ways got you into where you're at right now. We have to change the way that you make choices in order to change your outcome. Right. And that's really what it comes down to. Yeah. And I, that's, yeah, that's a great sales tip. Yeah, that's <laughs> a great well. sales tip. Is, yeah, there you go. But that, you're right, dude. That the, fear, the fear factor needs to be a part of the formula, dude. You yeah. Know, you need to actually really analyze that and not let it hold you back from good decision making. Right? Am I making a but fear-based need, choice yeah. or – a choice that I know for a fact that'll benefit. That could be very productive for me, my life, my business, whatever. So, I would say this because um, we talked about kicking the can down the road on business and whatever, whatever. I would say business decisions in terms that could move the needle for your company. Mm-hmm. I think those business decisions need to be made fast. Yeah. I think personal decisions need to be made slow. Right. Because I talked about it, buying that that new truck or that boat or that house. You're waiting it out for six months or twelve months, and if you still want it, then 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 pull the trigger on it and get it. That's a slow decision right. because you're not making that impulse. Stop yourself from making the impulse stuff here. Yeah. But business moves too quick right. to sit there and say, "Hmm, should I wait six or twelve months to 
to make this investment into yeah. my business or invest into another side hustle or, you know, whatever it may be, yeah. right? If you're talking about stocks, you know, some people wait so long and they're watching it run up because they're waiting for it to come back down right. to invest. And then it ran up and they lost all of their opportunity that those type of choices need to be made quick when you're talking yeah. about, again, investing in well, business and money. Business is a quick world, dude. You know yeah, what I mean? It, it moves quick. It does. You know, you can get, you get a lot of opportunities fast. aren't going to be on the table for a long period of time. So you do kind of, and, and there's going to be bad decisions made. You're, you're right, you know, but you're, you're, it's true. You need to narrow them down. You do need to make pretty quick decisions when you're growing and scaling a business. It's well, and on the business side, procrastinating loses opportunities, yeah. Yeah. right? You're not going to lose an opportunity to buy a truck yeah. or a boat in six. That, that stuff's always going to be there. So these are, again, choices and decisions that you have to really think about. Right. If I want to make that impulse buy, I already know that I can find a F-250 or my Duramax or that nice sports car. Mm-hmm. I mean, how long have I talked about owning a nice sports car now? Yeah, yeah, dude. Five, six, at least. seven years. You're like, I think some, I'm getting there. Where I'm gonna yeah, reward myself. I think I'm gonna buy the like, Bentley well, or the longer. Aston Martin, right? right? But yeah. then, but the more money I accumulate, the more I actually value it because I realize how yeah. difficult it is to get to that level. Yeah, and so it's very difficult for me to to pull that trigger and, so and do something like that. A, a good thing would be to narrow decisions down quickly, make a decision quickly, and make a decision on what's going to be the most for future growth in your business. Um, and, and dude, it comes down to growth in a lot of areas too. You know, like, do you want to give up another 30, 40 hours a week for X amount of growth here? Or do you want to give up, you know, five, 10 more hours a week here for this amount of growth, mm-hmm. right? You got to factor all that because you do got to maintain your sanity, right? Yeah. So you got to maintain your sanity in growing a business. You can't just take on more and more and more and more because it has the most growth potential, yeah. right? Uh, but this over here could actually have a lot more growth potential, maybe a little longer down the road without mm. as, you know, without taking so much from you because you yeah. do still have to balance like your joy in life, right? Yeah. And so you, you kind of need to factor some of that stuff. How much energy and effort and hours and all that are you going to be investing into each option and what's the growth the future growth look like is it faster here but require a lot more from you that you really can't give so you're really not going to see it through all the way Mm -hmm. you know or can i realistically do all this over here have a lot more growth maybe it takes longer but you know what i mean it's going to maintain some some joy and some happiness and some and help me keep my sanity right so i mean there's there's a lot of things to factor in decision making and that's why i think really i mean you got to kind of develop your your own formula uh, to walk through. Uh, but you're right, dude, in business, things do move quick and you do need to narrow it down quickly and you do need to, to decide on th- some things very quickly. You know, I, I, I a, a while back, I spoke with an individual on the phone as we were building out that other uh, square footage, yeah. you know, that made us complete us having the whole third floor here. Right. And I was on the phone kind of pacing around and he's like, I know that we'll make money with this, but I have to invest 50 grand. And I'm like, why are we on the phone? You know, again, he just let the money side paralyze him, but he knew for a fact that he could make it work. And that's the situation that 90, 95% of people are in. They just, they know in their heart and they they have the intuition knowing that they could make something work, but yet they they, they don't spend the money. So again, don't, guys, don't let money make your decisions for you when it comes to business. Make the decision that connects with your long-term goal. That's the right decision, no matter how much money needs to be invested, right? If you've got it, then cool, do it. As long as there's confidence and your intuition says, we can make this work. Another thing that, that we can kind of end this thing on is I think people 
need to be preparing, making the decision to prepare themselves for opportunities prior to even seeing opportunities. I think people fail to make those decisions when we were doing stuff in the business funding space trying to help people get business loans. People would basically wait till the last minute, their credit's screwed up, nothing's right, and then they, they need 50 grand yeah. right now mm-hmm. in order to buy this business or whatever it is. You guys need to be making the choices today and making the decisions that connect with where you want to be in five years. So true. And, and if the opportunity's not there, so many people like run and, and rush to spend money because they want it so bad. Mm-hmm. And again, it They're not going them. through the proper decision-making. They're going through the want so right. bad that they want to be successful yeah. that they end up making bad decisions. Uh, it's th- th- This shit is fucking scientific, right? right? Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's not easy to make a good decision in life. Yeah. Um, but that's why it has to be well thought out. That's why you have to remove money from the equation and just think things through. It's like, but, it's like hiring for your company, right? Yeah. Let's say... You got a position. It's an important position. Most of the time, all positions are important at a business, right? And you need to but fill it quick. But yeah, you just you got to fill it quick. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But you so but you go on this mission of trying to hire twenty people, and the whole time you got all these you know workload just piling up that you're not getting to. Cause you're so focused over here trying to get all these people hired, right, or, or interviewed, and trying to find the right one. And some of the ones that look the greatest want the most money, so you're kind of yeah. holding off on those because you're like, I don't know if I want to pay that much money, yeah. but maybe they really are the best person for the job, yeah. right? And then on top of that, you're going through and you're interviewing all these people. Now you got 20 decisions to make instead of three or four, well, right? Like how many times when we've had to hire a new position, like. She's like, dude, we need some quick because this work's piling up. So we have to make a decision quickly, right? But we have made the wrong decision quickly as well and had to replace them again and create even a bigger mess. Why? Because the people that we hired weren't looking for a long-term or a a future growth position. We were trying to cover the need right now. Exactly. And we covered the need with a bad decision, Mm -hmm. right? So instead of us waiting for another month or two and continuing to interview, we wanted to fill the position so bad that we took on somebody that maybe we wouldn't have normally took on to try to fill that role. And And they tell you in the interview process, well, I'm just looking for a job right now because I'm I'm just just trying to finish up school. I don't want that person. I want someone who wants to be here a long time, wants to grow a career here. So you got to look for those things. Like That's a future growth thinker. Like I've got all these goals, I've got these ambitions, I'm looking for a career path that will help me get there, I'm willing to do whatever it takes. Okay, I want to hire that person. Right? Exactly. And I'm willing to pay a little bit more for that person than just go with the cheapest route that yeah. wants some short term goals because I just need to get out of the situation. Exactly. Whatever, right? So that's just an analogy of like a it, lot though. of things in business. It's like, first of all, don't flood yourself with a ton of decisions. Narrow narrow it down yeah. and then make and make a pretty good decision, but make it a good decision by going through your formula of that future growth value. Agreed. Um so I, we hope you guys enjoyed the episode. I thought it, I thought it turned out great. Yeah, it's a nice, quick, short one, but dude, yeah. I think that it, it, I think it, there's it was a lot a f- of value. Yeah, I think there's some good nuggets there. Um, I mean, shit, we know from experience, man. We've made good decisions, bad decisions. Yeah. We just keep rolling every day. Yeah. But we've had to develop those processes now in order to, you know, continue to make decisions in our business. Well, the idea is to again, if you if fifty percent of your choices have been bad, whether it's investments or whatever, mm-hmm. the idea is to chip away at that. Yeah. And, ho- and hopefully get to the point where 60% are good, 70% yeah. are good. You're not going to hit the nail on the head every single time. True. That's just that's the reality of it. These are ways that you could basically walk through your decision-making right. process to try to help you increase the odds 
for a good choice or a good decision that connects with your long-term goal. Hundred percent. You know, thousand so percent. That, yeah. <laughs> Hundred thousand. But dude, percent. I do, I do love your advice to to that person that reached out to you. He's like, dude, have you taken some time out of your day to yeah. actually you make the decision, yeah. like carve it out, like. Don't look for someone else to make a decision for you, brother. They you love know? it. Yeah. yeah. They're like, oh, I haven't. That's such a good idea. Yeah. It's like, even, yeah. I haven't it's even like thought so obvious, of, but I haven't dude, thought we about do. That we thought. get caught up in that. Yeah. yeah. So um, this review is going to be from YouTube, Gayla Williams. I'm uh, new. I'm new to becoming a real business owner. You're down to earth and willingness to bless others with real experiences and knowledge. You are the bomb.com. I love the podcast. Thanks for being an inspiration. Well, Gayla. We appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to a couple Yahoos yeah, from Small Town St. George. Yeah, appreciate you that. Know, so, guys, um, what I want to end with here is just with Instagram or Facebook, anytime we post on there, if you guys see it, make sure you just double tap that ass, you know, and give <laughs> us a like. Uh, you know, the algorithms are weird right now. It's just really like push yeah, suppressing. Man, man. Even Ed Milet was talking about like Dude, yeah. he's getting suppressed and he's like, yeah. it gives the excellent advice. It's not that difficult to make sure that you're liking or commenting on something because then it makes it a lot easier yeah. for us to continue to make the content because it helps get exposed to more people. Sure. That's really what it comes down to. You know, we're not, yeah. not over here, you know, milking you guys dry and we don't you know, know. We're not algorithm experts, but at the end of the day, man, if you get value, show some damn people love. podcasts or whatever. Yeah, yeah, sh- anybody yeah, support it. You know, anybody. if you get value out of it, support yeah. it. You know, yeah. the same thing we do. We talk yeah. about Ed and Andy all the yeah. time in here. We share their we stuff all the time it. because, dude, we've we've gotten a lot of growth out of that. Exactly. So, and we're trying to provide that for people exactly. here as well. So, yeah, give share the share. information. Make sure you give us a review, whether you're watching it on YouTube or iTunes or wherever. Um, share it with somebody that you know. Um, that you think could benefit from it. And I think pretty much anybody can benefit from the type of content that we put out helping you, you know, uh, grow mentally, right? So uh, we hope you guys have a wonderful day. Guys, keep kicking ass.